see that I'm recording? I can see that you're recording. Welcome to the Behavior Groups Podcast. My name is Kurt Nelson. And I'm Tim Houlihan. We interview interesting people about behavioral sciences most of the time, but today we're actually just going to do a little grooving session on waiting. Waiting? What are we waiting for, Tim? That's a good question. We could be waiting for anything, but right now we're waiting on a podcast interview interviewee who's not here. So we're going to groove on why do we like or dislike waiting and what, well, are, what are some of the behavioral signs of it? Yeah. So, so we tend to, as humans, not like to wait. Is that, is, would you agree or disagree right. with that? Well, yeah, there's great research on this, right? Christopher Shee did a lot of work on idleness and how uh, we have a tremendous dislike for idleness. Okay. Uh, This is like the the situation where you're sitting on the freeway and you're not going anywhere. And you think, well, I could get off the freeway and use all these back roads to get to my destination. But it would probably take me the same amount of time. But I would feel better because I was moving. Feeling better because you're moving. So, yeah, that idleness component, I think, is really important as we think about waiting. We also were talking about waiting from the perspective of do we know how long we're going to wait or is the wait unexpected or we're unaware of how long that wait will be? And is there a difference in the qualitative component of, of waiting? Okay, so what do you think? So if if you know that you've got 20 minutes in your day, do you treat that differently than when you you come upon a situation where you are simply waiting for 20 minutes uh, unexpectedly? Well, why don't you give the example? You've been going to the doctors a couple times and you've had to wait. Tell tell. Like, <laughs> I have, and I, I uh, in both situations just this week after I was brought into the clinical room. You know, and get in the gown. I was told by someone on the staff that the doctor's running at least 20 minutes late. And, and so now I felt empowered to do something about that. Uh, I, could have, I could have just zoomed off to my phone and sort of spun through the news or emails or, you know, all kinds of uh, apps. But I didn't. I actually took the time to meditate in, in yeah. both of those situations. Well, I think it's really interesting because I think given that we have a a set amount of time that you're thinking about, right? So that they have told you, it then frees up yourself to say, well, how can I use this time as opposed to being in that waiting room and not knowing if the doctor is going to come in one minute from now, five minutes from now, 20 minutes from now. Yeah. I think you're more likely to not use that time as productively as you would if you know that there's a, an amount of time that is there, particularly if it's enough time to for you. Like you said, you use that time to meditate uh, or to be maybe writing out, uh, responding to emails in from your phone or doing something productive. Because again, that idleness component, we don't like to be idle, although our phones are great ways to decrease the just normal sense of idleness and give us something to do, even though it may not be productive. Yeah, they do. The, the, the phones are such an easy escape in any moment. I, I've noticed uh, that um, there's someone in my life that I, I'm oftentimes driving with who, when she pulls up to a stop sign, wants, you know, and knows that there's a, excuse me, a stop light in the car and she'll reach for her phone. 
because she knows she's got 20 or 30 seconds. Oh my it's gosh. Like, it's like, okay, we just got to dial it back a little bit. <laughs> we can take 20 seconds well, just what to is, wait for the light to change. Well, but think about that. So, and we talked about this too, from a, a waiting perspective, why does waiting seem from a qualitative perspective of time longer than if we are actively engaged, right? If you had to wait, again, we'll use a, a doctor's office or whatever other element that you can think of that is similar to that. You're sitting in that office and that time goes on and on. <laughs> Whereas if we're yeah. sitting here having a converse or so let's, let's use that same same component. You're sitting in a doctor's office by yourself. Time goes on and on because you're really not sure how it's going on. What if you had a friend there or something that you said, wow, I haven't seen you in ages. And all of a sudden you start in a conversation. The same amount of time goes before you get called into the doctor. But that time seems to relatively go much faster. So that time, yeah, flown by. As, as the old adage goes, time flies when you're having fun. Yes. And that. That is absolutely our, that is the way our brain processes uh, something as, as uh, fungible as time is. So it's that temporal component of, of how, we, how we interpret or how we view time or actually how time is actually processed in our brain that lends itself to either having a qualitative component of seeming like it's dragging on. And as my kids talk about, I'm bored and it's been 20 seconds and all oh, my life is going to end because I don't have anything <laughs> to do for the next 20 more seconds. <laughs> or it just flies by, as you said, when we're having fun or we're engaged. Um, I, I go back to uh, flow with uh and I can never pronounce his name right, but that, that component of when you get into a flow that you can basically lose yourself all day and all of a sudden come out of that, that component of being in this state of flow and realize that hours and hours have passed and you don't even realize it. Um, that, and that is absolutely the case for me when I'm, um, when I'm uh, writing music mm -hmm. or or just uh, even sometimes just rehearsing, just just the act of playing music can be such a um, in the flow kind of experience that I'm unaware of the time that uh, and I and and this is common. Uh, I've had this conversation with many musicians that that talk about, oh yeah, you know they it was uh, you know 30 minutes before dinner and they just had an idea and they went down to their studio and they started scratching out the idea. And then, you know, their partner comes down and says, it's been three hours. Are you coming to dinner or not? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it really is an interesting component about that. All right. So, so waiting, we are in a waiting mode right now. We're waiting for a, a potential, you know, interviewee to come. How can you take that waiting and make it better? What are some of the things that we could, that maybe listeners could try that we've realized from our own waiting experiences and the research that we uh, have in behavioral science? You had mentioned one thing already. Yeah. So my, my first recommendation would be to try to overcome the natural tendency to just get busy, to just do something. And be thoughtful about whatever we're going to do. 
So I, I'm not. I, so I don't want to say that meditation is better than checking your email, but it is. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> no, yeah. uh, but uh, but if we want to check email, at least take a minute just to be thoughtful about if I've got a few minutes here, how am I going to spend it? And if, if I've got this margin now to fill, how am I going to fill that? And so my first recommendation would be just make a, a, a choice, engage your system too, engage your deliberative thinking so that you can say, this is how I want to spend this time, not knowing how long I'm going to be waiting. Right. That, that little device that we hold in our hand that is sometimes used to actually make phone calls, but is now used for all those other things has such a powerful appeal that you can go and just lose yourself either in social media, playing a game, doing some sort of activity that really, if you're not thoughtful and take that time to think, why am I doing this? And sometimes it's perfectly legit to just get on your phone and, you know, play a course of, uh, you know, Bejeweled or whatever game is that your favorite because you want to do that. There are other times, though, that we do that so unaware that we then spend, you know, the next 15 minutes while we're waiting, and you look back at that and you go, wow, that was really a waste of time uh, when it could have been used, or you you wanted to potentially use that to be more productive. So um, uh, to your point of meditation, though, I think meditation is actually a really interesting piece um, uh, or mindfulness. And even just taking those moments where you're waiting for 30 seconds so you're, you're a person in the car, you know, taking some time to be mindful in those 20 seconds as opposed to reaching to fill it with something else can be really liberating. And I think it yeah. has a really yeah. powerful component in helping uh, bring your brain and, and you know, kind of anchor your brain into a point that allows the rest of the day to go that much better. It's hard, right, to engage that deliberative thinking in those moments because we have this this natural heuristic just to, uh, or bias, just to just go, just to just do, yeah. uh, to to simply act in, and whatever is handy, you know, we have our, you know, our little, um, our, our phones, our little dopamine creators. Yep. And so we, we want to go straight to that because it's reliable. Yeah. So I have the other tip that I would give is to, again, one of the ways that we can help ourselves to be more thoughtful or deliberative about something is prior to actually being in a waiting situation, do an if-then situation. So if I am stuck in a line, or if I am at a doctor's appointment or such, and I have time, then I will X. And so if you make an if-then statement prior to actually being in a time when you're waiting, you're much much more likely to be able to use that time productively. Again, it might end up being where if I am waiting, I will assess what is the best avenue to do that and using that time to just assess, do I want to play Bejeweled or do I want to answer some emails or do I want to meditate or do I just want to read the, you know, the bad people magazine that's in the doctor's office? (laughs) Which is okay. 
It is right? definitely okay. That, that's totally okay if you want to read People magazine while you're waiting in the doctor's uh, waiting room. That's totally great. My my point would be just be deliberate about it. Be deliberate. So shoot. So that I think will wrap up our our talk on waiting. So thank you.